Welcome to Spit Out. I'm JK Disc Golf. Yep, and I'm Swiss Cheese. I mean, I feel like we had a pretty exciting weekend of disc golf. Yeah, it, it definitely got it, it got weird there for a little bit. And then it kind of like puttered out with a dud, I, I would say, towards the, on the so last we, hole. But Yeah, I, I mean, we'll, we'll jump into that when we go into the yeah. MVP Open breakdown. But before that, we got to you know, do plug in all the social media because that's oh, what I'm yeah. here for. Guys, make sure to rate and review the podcast if you enjoyed it. It definitely helps us out. Follow us on Instagram at SwissCheeseDG, JK Disc Golf, and Kirby Disc Golf World. And see your hot takes at Twitter at JK Disc Golf, Swiss underscore DG, and Disc Golf World. And to see more Disc Golf content every single day, subscribe to the YouTube and hang out for a while at Kirby's Disc Golf World. Absolutely. We're doing big and better things. Big things, man. We're back finding <laughs> We are. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're doing for filming some sort of content every single day, even though that I'm, it's always like more uh, stressful now that I'm not there with you guys. Cause like everything's electronically and just makes everything 10 times harder. Yeah. You got to like allow more time for that. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Like you got to like get everything set, but whatever it is, what it is. We're, we're, getting, in our we're getting in our group. Yeah. But I think we, we just definitely start off with the MVP open. Uh, yes. This is one of my favorite tournaments as well as yours. I know. Absolutely. My favorite course of all time. Yep. Brilliant course. Yeah. Everyone knows that. I think it's damn near everybody's favorite course who's played it. So um, great tournament and the fans are awesome. Let me start out that probably. And and coming from, you know what I mean? We hold our own here in Illinois, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? With um, Ledgestone, you know what I mean? So we definitely hold our own, but man, Massachusetts does it better. Tip of the tip of the cap to those guys unbelievable like you almost think like usually you get those sound effects in the background while you're watching coverage and you kind of think like all right somebody like hit metal somebody hit this yeah. these dudes are just cheering for making an island yeah did you <laughs> see yeah for the, on hole eight right that's what you're talking about the yeah absolutely yeah hole eight there, no matter who also, it was think, yeah like um there's another one where you throw across the water where they had stadium seatings 18 they got seating did you like, see on hole what what can't think of the hole right now but when you go ob there's that drop zone you're putting back at the water and every time someone made that putt they had to like sign the board oh that was eight yeah that one's eight eight? Too. okay yeah yeah, yeah. that one's definitely they moved that they moved that drop zone um but that one's definitely eight which i thought that was a genius move as far as on the drop zone also oh, but um putting back yeah. at the water yeah that's what, that's yeah what you want to see like not only are you getting punished, but if you miss again, you're going to get even more punished. Stuff like that is what kind of when people talk about making courses harder, I think that's something that could be implemented in. And that's, a, and that's at a range where that's just like a mental fuck. Cause like, that's something they should, they goes, guys look at and like, I should hit this, mm-hmm. but then you put water behind it and you just, you know, second guess it all. But I, I think it was like a 60 foot putt. Yeah, yeah, but uh, at water, if you airball that, that's going in water, right? Yeah. And then yeah. the other thing, the other thing that goes along with that is like I feel like hole eight's one of those holes where it's like you gotta get. It's one of those like Maple Hill's so hard, and this one's like right kind of there for these guys. So then, if, if you want to be in competition, you gotta you gotta get be eight. hitting that yeah. one. So you gotta get eight, and you gotta get the one before that. Yeah. So when you're not Seven. getting eight, you're already, and then you have to use that drop zone already putting more like you could be losing three strokes if you miss a ground or four strokes whatever it is yeah it's just it, it that's real big like in your head moment right there and I yeah, they, 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 and they called them the fans called themselves what was it like the eaters or the, the I, I forgot what it was but that, that would be but so, a, 
that'd be something cool. To, like I would be down like sitting there at the tournament and just watch. Dude, just yeah, man, just chanting out Starframe. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's so sick, and that's what I enjoy, man. I I love that aspect of disc golf. Right. I wish we had more of it. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm all for like quiet during throws and everything along those lines, but celebrating. That's brilliant. You know what I mean? That's the stuff that I kind of love. And it's cool to see the, the, the fucking spotters running with the green flags across. Across. Yeah. 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 I was like, yeah. this is like, oh man, that's brilliant. Um, but yeah, very well, ter- well run tournament. It's got, man, that course has everything. It's got the history. It's got the fanfare. It's got the name and it always turns out. It's got the course. Uh, yep, the, cor- the course, and it always turns out. Um, and you know what I mean? And I'll deal with a little bit of spotty coverage just because of the course and what it brings. Um, and it's a course that, like, you could score on, but it's also a course where some guys will be leaving happy with par- even. You know what I mean? Like, after their day, if something kicks. So, yeah, it, it's I loved it. Enjoyable. Um, Hamas had an incredible final round. I think going into the final round, if you were – genuinely believed 100% that Adam Hamas was going to pull out the win, you were lying to yourself. I think 99% of disc golf fans were going into that thinking that Eagle is going to dominate. We, we've talked about it many times, not only on this podcast, but basically everything we do. Eagle with the lead is one of the most dangerous disc golfers of all time. He does not want to let that gas go. And when he wants to add and add and add to his lead, he usually does. He just he didn't yeah. do it this time. No, he was, man, and it just shows you how punishing that course can be. You're off slightly on a day. You know what I mean? You're shooting neg three. <laughs> like, yeah. and, and a lot of people would have taken that. You know what I mean? So it's tough. Eagle, you know what I mean? I think the only thing that Eagle's really going to be mad, he probably had like two or three circle two putts in the open mm-hmm. that he missed. You know what I mean? And I think that's the only thing he's probably going to be really mad at except off of the tee, maybe on two or three holes. So yeah, off the tee, it seemed like he wasn't really getting what he was yeah. doing in other rounds. It seemed like he was doing a really good job of finessing trees and getting farther down the fairway than a lot of people have ever even imagined getting down. But yeah, because I think something that when we were kind of texting back and forth during the final round, you were saying something about Eagles putts not being there. And I was like kind of curious because I thought the same exact thing. I thought he yeah. was banging in some putts and that was going to cost him some strokes. And when I looked and I saw 100% circle one, and I don't know if that was ended – yeah, he ended the final round 100% circle one. It's just very yeah. strange for me to see him being 100% circle one and just only shooting minus two on the final round. Yeah, and yeah, it was a circle two putt. I don't know the percentage out of circle two. But 11% think, the final round. Yeah, ooh, yeah, that's – no, that's not eagle. <laughs> like, no. let's, that's He's definitely not eagle. Putts. Yeah, absolutely. And he was just – it was – it wasn't even like metal chains or anything. It was – there was a couple like air balls, shorts – um, and, and you really don't see Eagle miss short. I think he missed short on one. Um, and, don't, and you know what I mean? To be fair, Ham is putting the pressure on him in that front. And, like, ultimately kind of, you know, when you got, you, you got a guy burning on the course and you don't have your putt or your putt's not 100% where you're at, your team, you, you start pressing off the tee. You know what I mean? You need, you need to get that more distance. You need to hit that spot. Maybe that's what got in Eagles' head. Um, I, it's hard to believe. You know what I mean? Eagles, Eagles, a consummate pro. Um, I think he was just slightly off, and it happens. Man. I, I think so too. But when someone goes down seven down through the front nine, 
applying that pressure. That's something that's going to get in anybody's head, knowing, especially yeah. when I'm sure you could tell Eagle is frustrated. He wasn't playing the disc golf that he thought he wa- or that he wanted to play. And that was pretty clear on his, like his body language and how he's reacting. So that was definitely, I think, a factor because I think Eagle, as much as we, we said, like he's grown as a person, as just a disc golfer, and where he kind of puts a lot of that to the side. But I still think there's a little bit of a lingering factor to where he is a little bit more emotional on the course than a lot of players. And he does let some of this affect him. Um, yeah, one thing about, I, I've seen this a little bit and I wouldn't be surprised if uh, we have disc golf Jesus coming at me on Wednesday talking about um, <laughs> not if Eagle lost this or if Adam won it, but it's very hard for me to say that someone who shot minus nine mm-hmm. was handed the win. Shooting yeah, I, I would say yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. You, you start that off. That's yeah. No, that, I, and man, I, I felt I man I had I had the Hamas under I told you I thought Hamas was a lock on the under, and but I didn't expect a nine under. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I, I was expected six seven and still, uh, you know what I mean I thought he was going to try to press for second or third place is what I really thought he was going to do, and I thought he was going to kind of have a very good day and this dude just killed it he filleted it man and it, his. He, man, he's got some very good tunnel shot, probably like a very tight window tunnel shots, or at least he was on in Maple Hill today, where he's he, forehand and backhand, he can pipe them. He's, he's Wisconsin up north. That's all woods. That's all tightly wooded kind of courses around there. I think that's the disc golf where you're going to see Adam perform better. And something that I would – because I was kind of seeing a little bit, and I was someone who was in the beginning of the season being, this is going to be Adam's season. This is going to be his breakout year. And I was kind of starting to lose that faith the more and more the season went on. It seemed like he started off fairly hot. He got a win earlier at Santa Cruz. Mm-hmm. But then kind of like started slowly just not performing the way I thought he would be performing. And it seems like it's slowly kind of coming back. I think this win's going to do something really big for him as well as the tournaments that are coming up. Because like I said, I think that there's going to be courses where he more enjoys to play than – some other ones, even though he has one of the biggest arms on tour. And that being said, one of the biggest forehands on tour. Man, and I know a lot of pro, obviously a bunch of pros need a week off, right? And this is kind of just off culture, culture, but man, if, if there's a course on the tour that I want to hit before I'm hitting maple, it's iron Hill. I think <laughs> like as far as preparation goes, as much cool. as like maple still has a couple of those open up holes, um, about like four or five if I'm, I'm don't hold me to that, but he, they got some fairly open. Um, but as far as the rest, man, Iron Hills is the greatest prep. And I, I'm kind of surprised, like, as far as, like, getting in the tunnel shots. And, you know, I know Chris kind of alluded to scores may be part of that. And, mm-hmm. But, yeah, man, it's just kind of odd to me along that front. But, man, yeah, Hamas was sick, man. He, he, he killed it. He destroyed it. And he took advantage of plenty of opportunities, and Eagle didn't take care, advantage of his chances. Um, and I think that's kind of the way the cookie crumbles, you know what I mean, as far as it goes. But it was kind of a rough outing for a number of disc golfers out there, you know what I mean? And that's kind of what people – yeah. So um, what about Paul McBeth? I'm going to not call that out. I was very surprised by Paul McBeth's mm-hmm. performance. I really thought he was going to come out and get a dub. And I'm going to say it out loud, cause, and I think everybody's kind of – has this feeling <laughs> like in the back of their head or in their throat. A lot of Paul's game is not the same. It, you know what I mean? Earlier on, it, I was, I was not saying, Oh, his putt's not on. As soon as he gets his putt, he's going to be there. But there it's, there's a lot of Paul's aspects where it's just not the same. And he's not hitting 
the spots. And he's definitely the one thing that I'll say that I think we've can witnessed for the most part. He's not doing it over three days either. Mm. He'll have a spike or two, but he's not, he has not done it for three days consecutive for a little bit. And you know what I mean? Granted, I, I know age life, all that stuff happens and I understand the competition's getting better, but you know what I mean? It's, it's tough sledding out there for him. And you know what I mean? I don't know where he finished, but I think he might've been outside the top 10. He finished 11. So right outside the top okay. 10. All right. Right side of the top 10 for a two time defending champ who knows this course very well just kind of a little bit of a surprising number in my opinion just on paul's front and i think if you guys are watching and paying attention i know you guys are thinking it we might not be saying it but his putt doesn't look that great off the tee is not that great his approaches aren't like it's he's not the paul that we know and it's fine um you know what i mean as you know as pros in different sports develop you know what i mean as people catch up or you age out, you know I mean? There's plenty of people on the tour where they're stretching their games in different aspects to make sure they're competitive. And you know what I mean? I'm not saying Paul needs to do that, but like, I think he's got to tighten up some stuff. And I, I think you'd admit that too, but yeah, man, I, it's tough to see, but I don't. Now I don't think that the thing about Paul is I don't think he's the Paul like we, we, we want Paul to be, or he was, but he's still one. Of the, he's still top five disc golfer in the world. Like you know, he had an eleventh. He took seventh and eighteenth. Other than that, he's been in the top ten the entire season. You know, he only has two <laughs> wins. But to anybody else, if you say they have two wins, that's a great season. Now, when you're comparing it to someone who's like Eagle and Ricky, who have you know got to have four or five wins in the season, yeah, it's not good. Yes, he's not hands down the one hundred. Or he's not, he's hand he's not. Hands down, the number one disc golfer in the world anymore. And I think that if you look at the numbers, I think that just makes too much sense to see that. Yeah, I, yeah, I, and it, he'll get there. I, I've, man, I thought he was always going to get there for the remainder of the year. I am just – my roller coaster is still going down on it. You know what I mean? I, I, was, I was there like, oh, he's going to fix it, he's going to fix it. And now, you know what I mean, you get time, you get breaks, and it's still not coming together. I'm kind of thinking, like, it just might not be his year. You know what I mean? He might need an offseason to get something together, or he's going to lock it in right in USDGC and make me look like a fucking damn fool. Yeah. <laughs> might, be the other, might be the other opportunity. So. I mean, someone who's not making you look like a fool that you've been saying for, I think, almost the last three weeks on the spit-out now, Andrew yeah. Marweed is continuing to dominate, not dominate, but he's fairly been – showing that he's one of the better disc golfers on tour and kind of deserves the recognition. We have, we can, I've done this stuff, like I said, the past three weeks. Ledgestone, fourth place. Idlewild, second place. Delaware Disc Golf Challenge, fourth place. MVP Open, seventh place. And the thing about, you know, we might be saying, oh, seventh place, but a lot of, like, Delaware Disc Golf Challenge, he took fourth, but who was all there? MVP, everybody was there, and he's still yes. in the top ten. You know, yeah, man, he, and he he kind of dropped the ball a little bit on, at the very end. He was yes, bogey. He would have been higher up there. I think he would have been a top five finish. He just that slowed him down a bunch. Yeah, man, Marwe, man, we've been talking about his game. We've appreciated his game. Mm-hmm. We've spoken up and tried to get it. People need to get on board. Nate Sexton was at talk, shout, giving him shout outs on the broadcast. Yep. I was thinking as soon as I saw his name on that list, like fucking damn, Marwe's up there again. You know what I mean? And that's. 
good for him. That's what you need to be as far as a disc golfer, as far as making it, right? You may not have the stack to win, but if, as long as you're in that top five, ten, hitting the lead card here and there, you're succeeding. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? A, a, you're getting a better caches with the placement. B, you're getting the better recognition that every disc golfer needs. You know what I mean? And, and it's exciting. And I, I think I'll say moving forward, this stretch of – East Coast, whatever you want to call it, as far as the tour goes, this is this is where you're seeing some different level of competition, and it's great to see. You, you got the O'Neill random, you got Marweeds, you got a Hamas sighting here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As much as those other disc golf courses lend to other pros, it's great to see some of these other guys killing it and cool. what they're great at. And that's awesome, man. Marweed's doing it, man. I think he's going to continue for the remainder of the year. I I, he's that. on. He's on some heater, man. He's on some heater, and he's locked in. And it's you know, what I mean, I think he's also another one of those guys where he does have one bad round, and, and like when he locks it in for three, he's really great. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe not even a round. He may have like a. He just has like a bad like whole stretch. You know what I mean? Is where he usually kind of get, runs into trouble. But man, he's sick. And I, I'm, I'm a far more appreciator of his game and it's so great to see this all the levels of yeah i mean the best part is you got all these young guys and whenever like whenever one kind of doesn't perform to their level of expectations or who you're riding mm-hmm. there's another one that just steps right in their place that you're like oh man i can cheer for this one now so like you oh, always yeah. feel kind of happy along those lines and so as some others that may have had poor performance but man that was great so it, it's Good to see Marweed. He does need the recognition. Um, Heinberg's up there again. You know what I mean? His name's always a little bit up there, and I think he kind of – you're so used to it, you don't even acknowledge it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had a fairly – for him to be as high as he did and had one of his worst cir- yeah, what? putting performances, period, 67%. over a three-day stretch, and for him to be as high as he is, yeah – shows you just how much he's parking <laughs> like you know what i mean like for him to have that poor and so that that you know what i mean that's analogy also they had an ace how many aces was there do we know how many aces i know they had like three last year i don't know i only I saw hamas's from what i saw you saw so. no heimberg's you mean heimberg and then there was like heimberg's Gavin, oh, i'm sorry babbock i think those are two he aced the one where kevin jones fell oh wow that's a hell of a one to fucking ace those are the only Whew. two I know of. Oh, no, Haley King. There's three. Oh, yeah. Haley King did hit one. Those are three. Um, yes. Well, talked a little bit about the MPO side, so we can jump in the FPO side. Um, Katrina Allen, only FPO player to finish the whole tournament on the under. Four down for the whole entire – so she won. She beat Kona by seven strokes. Katrina Allen is, I think, the best Woods FPO player. I think she does it the most consistently. She's proven that. She can finesse the trees. I think when, this is one where it's like when you see ball golf courses where putting is really kind of used because you have to – a lot of the FPO players are getting down there and in for circle ones for par or circle twos for par. And that's where we see Katrina Allen losing a lot of strokes because she does have distance, no doubt. But I don't think she has page or tar distance. But she has woods distance. She can get yeah. down those 300-foot shots. And when she's – you know, putting for she's a great birdie putter. It seems maybe like her par putts are just lacking a little bit. I mean, man, and I think that's what the, her her putting game is. What's 
hit her on this stretch and hit her on this run, if you ask me. You think something okay, that ready? was, yeah. Final round putting for Katrina Allen, fifty percent circle one. Okay. I think she just she gets down. Like I think she just puts herself. She can get to the through to the basket a lot better than most of the other FPO field, right? She's 30%. She was 30% of the holes throughout the tournament. She was putting herself in circle one, fourth best of the field. She was only 11th in the field for circle one putts. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get it. But that was put herself in more birdie. So that, that yes. that's what I say about Paige and ball yeah. courses. she puts herself in the position for birdies where if she misses, she's still parring where a lot of yeah. players can't necessarily do that. And that's exactly what Katrina Allen just does in the woods. Yeah, no. And, and I think that's, I think that's where a lot of the FPO have difficulties. There are a few that are on there that are woods golfers, but you sprinkle in the OB that Maple Hill has and you get punished. You kind of, yeah, you get punished. And that's why some of these scores are kind of what they are. You know what I mean? But and you're also talking, you got water carries that are 350, 350 bills. You know what I mean? Like, you start throwing that on. Like, it's a tough little – for the ladies. And Katrina Allen's just doing it, man. She's just sick. I think you got to start saying she's the best FPO. You need to say it by now. But, like, best FPO on the year for sure. You know what I mean? I know what Paige rattled off, but Allen's stacking – Big names, big. It's another win. Attorneys, worlds. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. And these are huge ones, and you got to kind of give her props where it's due. And she's the work's paid off, man. Katrina Allen is so bananas, so that's bananas. A, that's also a bad but um, bad I also would say it was good to see Kona back up there. Yep, totally. Oh, but, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Give her credit on that. We haven't seen Kona yep. in contentions for a very long time, and I'm going to be completely honest. This is not one of the courses I would have thought we saw Katrina Allen at the top. Really? I feel like or at Kona, you mean? I'm sorry. Yes, Kona. You said Allen. All right, okay, you said sorry. Allen. I meant. I You're meant good. Kona. <laughs> I meant Kona. Um, no, Kona. Yeah, Kona no, I agree. Yeah, I, I, I agree. FPL I kind throws. of agree with you. So. Yep, I, absolutely. I, um, but I. I will say her game, she can pipe some fairways. You know what I mean? I, yeah, totally. She's not really – She she's kind of like – I don't know how to – she's kind of similar where she's got that low drive that kind of Heinberg has that it, where it's just straight for her. She's not really like flexy, distancy type. But she, can, she has that shot, but I think she prefers that like little mini hyzer, maybe flip up and kind of just go straight on a lower trajectory. And I think that plays well at Maple Hill. Uh, you know what I mean? And when she puts it together, she's up there. You know what I mean? She's, she's, but it's good to see her in and around top two finish. You know what I mean? Our second place finish is great yeah. at Maple Hill. You know yeah. what I mean? You get, yeah. like, when you're beating the two-time champ and you're, you're the second place to a world champ, you got to feel good about that. That's certainly a great performance on her part. Totally, 100%. Uh, then taking third place, we have Paige Pierce. I would say I'm surprised. This is something that I've been saying for a couple of weeks now as well since this uh, East Coast stretch is a lot of woods. I just I just don't think Paige Pierce is the number one 
Woods FPO player. I, like I said, I give, I'm giving it to Cat right now. I think she's proved it. She's more consistent. I just don't think yeah. they have the consistency in the woods. I, I get it, and it's it's hard to defend Paige with this latest score. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, and the only reason she got as high as it, she did is because Haley kind of really tanked. Um, yes. But she, yeah, I, I didn't see. I didn't see as much of her game. She had a great moving day where she climbed up there. She Her first day was really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she had a great solid moving day to where it got her up there. And she kind of just slightly over on the day, I think. what Not much, but, yeah, she can't. I Man, I hate to say it. Yeah, I, you're right. You're right. We got to kind of set her down on the Woods game. You know what I mean? I agree with you. But I feel like it's, if you're, you got to be honest with it. You got to just, it's okay to like, it's okay. Paige Pierce is the one of, you know, she might be the goat of the FPO, but it's okay to say that she's lacking in a certain area. And I feel like a lot of people are just, it's almost like when we're talking about Paul, it's almost that people want to make excuses or she'll bounce back or this is just an offer. Maybe we step back. We realize like, Hey, maybe this isn't Paige Pierce's top notch disc golf game, but this is, Katrina Allen's bread and butter, so she's just going to perform better in these situations. Instead yeah, of making fair. excuses for it. And if, and if we're going to be honest, can we be honest about Haley King? I am really worried about Haley King's mental makeup right now. I know you are, and I really am. I've been saying it for some time, and it's a trend. It's you're, you're seeing it. It's displays arms crossed leaning up against trees it's almost like i get she, it man. looks like she doesn't want to be there oh yeah man. and and like when when it's getting to a point where because you know these commentators are doing these commentators need these players as much as the commentator you know what i mean vice versa so they don't want to bury anybody right mm-hmm. and, and i get that's what some people criticize it but they don't want to bury it but when the actions are that egregious that they have to acknowledge it it's yeah. not a bad look. It's, it's too bad of a look for her. And, I, man, don't get me wrong. We've all had those days, right, like where you're not talking to whoever you're with and you're, you're just trying to get off the course. Mm-hmm. But, man, it was, it was tough to watch. And for her to go, I think she might have either had the lead or was tied with Cat after hole two, I, I believe, because I think Cat had a rough hole two or hole – yeah, hole two, I think. Um and then to just yeah. hold three, yeah. And then she just went in the tank after that. Finished, I think, she plus eight. Plus eight. And then during – she went down two down through the first two, which obviously is looking really good. Uh, and then four, five, and six, she goes bogey, bogey, double. And this isn't the first time we've seen something like this out of Haley King. We saw her going into the U.S. women's where she was fighting for the lead. It was going to be a battle versus her versus Paige Pierce. And she went to take also almost losing to Ella Hansen to push her into third. And it's almost like we're seeing the same thing coming down to pressure situations. And I think one thing about Haley King was that she was almost pawned off to be the person who can handle the tough situations because she won the, the finale, which, you know, your one V one versus or one, was it one V one versus Paige Pierce or 1v, you know, there's yeah. something like that yeah. where it was, you know, and she was one. So people thought, oh, she's already can beat the Yeah, she's party. there. Yeah. She hasn't lived up to that sense. 
And man, and and don't get me wrong, she's very young. I, I think this is her first full tour, if I'm not mistaken. I know she did so. she did it quite an expansive bit last year, as much as she could. But this is like probably her first full. Um, and I really hope she's not feeling that pressure because I think when the game is fun for her, she is very good. Mm-hmm. And I think, and don't get me wrong, man, that's, that's a tough stretch. Four, everybody wants, everybody feels they got to get four. You certainly got a par four. You know what I mean? That that that's a that's gotta be a get. That you know what I mean. Most people are saying I gotta get a birdie on that, and I'm sure that she's walking into that. That four is the short one downhill, right? I'm almost sure of that. That's like with the one. Yeah, yeah, that's four. Yeah, and then and then even five is that one across the carry of the water where she has to be thinking birdie par worst if something skips you know what i mean and for her to get a bogey on the, so i'm sure that's you know i mean those are some of the holes that she thought she was going to get and then to do those badly yeah it's a, a it's a kick in the gut and i think it stacks when she knows it's on live and you know what i mean all that mm-hmm. and you know what i mean i really hope i really hope it's not a pressure thing i really hope it's just she's got to lock in her game a little bit um, I really hope it's not a mental, but you know what I mean? And every player's done this, man. We've seen this out of Eagle. We've seen this out of, you know I mean, other younger players. And we still see it out of, we see plenty of raw motion out of the 1050s all day, right? Yep. It, it's just a poor look when, you know what I mean, when you, the commentators have to comment or see it. And it's like, you know what I mean, when you have a body language of you not wanting to be there, it's just, it's... She can be better than that, and I think she'll know it, and hopefully she does get better. And I really hope it's not a mental makeup thing. I, you know what I mean? I just hope she's got a tie in her game. Um, but, you know what I mean, when you see it and it happens again on a, a real another big major that, you know what I mean, it's always these big majors, always the final day, and you, you see that crash, you can't help but think it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think this is, this is another one where, like, no different than what I was kind of saying about Paul. My, my only thing with Paul is like, I think everybody sees it, but nobody wants to say it out loud. Right. And I think same thing with Haley. Right. I think all of us are seeing it. A lot of us are thinking of it. It's, it's hard not to go it in your head. Um, and nobody wants to say it because where everyone's rooting for Haley and she's as young as she is. Right. She's kind of like the Naomi Osaka. I don't want to make that comparison or like, you know what I mean? But she's that figure, the young up and comer that's supposed to be, all the pressure and kind of blow up and she's that for disc golf right now. And it's a good thing to have, but it's also tough. And you know what I mean, but she'll be fine. I think she, once she gets these fine. courses, just yeah. One, yeah. Once she gets these courses locked in, once she gets tighter, the life is a little bit more normal. If you've done it for a number of days, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're going to, she's going to get locked in and be sick. Um, we got to give her a little bit of freedom, but we got to say it. We got to call it out when we see it, too, because I know you guys are seeing it. I know people are thinking it, but I don't think people want to say it. And understandable, but it needs to be said. I agree. I think that's going to wrap up the MVP talk, but I actually have a lot more to talk about. So maybe we're going to touch on some of these. I actually, I think there's a lot of interesting discussions to be had. So I was, okay. just, I was trying to not talk so much about the MVP Open, but there's a lot of things to say about that, too. So we're, we're going to jump into some of these things. I'm just going to get your thoughts on it, my thoughts on it, and hopefully the fans back home can uh, also give a little bit because I think these, some of these things are really talked about, I feel. Yes. Um, number one I want to talk about. If coverage doesn't work, should the tourney be a part of the DGBT, right? There was times when at Dela when there was coverage cut out and people were having an absolute fit. And I think partly of that is because a lot of the people 
who have such a strong opinion about Daylight in itself completely want yeah, to hit right. on Daylight as much as they could. But there's yes. no talk, at least I don't see a whole lot of talk about how <laughs> Maple Hill is nice. doing the same shit and no one's saying anything about it. So you have You're to stay right. consistent. You have to stay consistent. <laughs> I, you are absolutely fucking correct, or at least I haven't seen it, but you are absolutely fucking correct. And Dayla was like, oh, yeah, random kicks is no fun to watch, or mm-hmm. we can't see it, all that. Yeah. No, you're right. They, they stuff happened they, at Northwood. Yeah, and you want to talk about, like, parking, the same things they complain about, Dayla. Maple's got some of its own issues in that respect also. You know what I mean? Um, I know they couldn't do drones because of the, the airport, nearby. Airport, airport nearby. So, you know what I mean? It does have its restrictions. For the product that you're trying to release, I can understand the argument. The fact that this is Maple Hill and the fact that, that we're talking also about Dela, fuck to the no. That's what I would say to that. You know what I mean? You can't get these guys off. I, I, and I don't care what everybody says. You can't. These, these guys, this has the history. This has the build. This has the, the want and the desire from the pros that are on there. Hamas loved the fact that it was Maple Hill as much as it was a, as a tour. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Because I think he alluded to that. And I didn't read – whatever. I don't want to talk into that because I didn't read that into, like, everybody else. I don't know if you saw what he said. I don't see it. No. He, he, he made a reference to that it being a network tour event that it made – it was more important or oh, made it a little bit like that. Daylight, too. That's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, so – but whatever. Um or, but it's an elite series, right? Maple is an elite, so I think it was that. So, yeah. but I, I've seen people kind of hint that, like, oh, there's just shows. This needs to be the takeover. No, that doesn't. It's an elite series, and it's Maple Hell, guys. Get the fucking. Yeah. It's like the poorest point that you're gonna say, but yeah, no. Period. These these guys, these are mainstays, and I don't. It's almost these are to where the point where find a way to fucking make it work because they're that important. You know what I mean? We're talking like the Fenways of disc golf. Like, this is what we're really talking about. And I'm sorry. Make it work. Find a way to make it work as best as you can. Now, if they take out Daylight because of this and they keep Maybe Hill, fuck them. Yeah. I just – I because it's like you have – and it's the same thing where it's like you have the prominent names talking shit about yeah. Daylight. And it's like there's yes. just the amount of people who love seeing Daylight played, but their voices just aren't small, so people don't care as much. It's always the loud people that get what they want, even though it's like, hey, there's a whole other side that does want it. Just because you don't like it doesn't make it bad. Yeah, no, you're, but you're right. There, there's a lot less because man, that coverage was a little rough. It kind of gets it like was so and, blurry. And it was just so, so yeah, on some holes like by the pin, it wasn't even worth. At time, like putting a camera there in my during opinion, round, I was like, during round two, I actually couldn't watch a like ext- I had I had to stop at like hole eleven to like hole seventeen because it just kept loading and loading and loading. And yeah. Loading. Oh, no, I, but yeah, find a way to make it work, man. I, I'm sorry, you can't you can't get rid of these. Can't get rid of they're, they're too big. No, you're, they're, you're too big. Yep. Oh, what's your other one? Do you, I, I I know you had another one that you told me. Oh, I got, I got a couple. I got a couple. Let's go. Starting nice. hole in disc golf. Is it Maple Hill? Picture as you got the Christmas trees, you got throw over. It's a bomb, which is an absolute smash. You get to start off your day, and everyone gets to see Eagle throw like six fifteen, I think it was. Yeah, you got a water carry, and it's kind of elevated. Super picturesque. Yeah, yeah. He, off the top of my head, probably. 
Um, Ida Wilds up there for what it has. That's not a bad one. The one that yeah. I was thinking of, and that's still debating in my own head what I think is Fountain Hill. Uh, uh, yeah, I was going to say that also. I think that's like 20, if that, feet from the water, carrying it the entire way. I think it's like 400 something. It's super dangerous. You got the water carry, it's kind of a smash. Very dangerous. You're either, it seems people, like yeah. it. it's super cool, I think. People would put Ledgestone, but man. I, would, I was, I was, I was, I was going to bring up the Ledgestone one too. Yeah, pe- people I, I like put it. that on there. No, nah, man, Ledgestone doesn't hold it to Maple Hill. It doesn't hold it to yeah, Maple Hill, yeah. I don't think. No. Yeah. Uh, and and even even like the I don't think I think I like Ida Wild. It's just a little bit more scenic, um, and the water carry for most of those pros. It, you're it's not you're not dangerous. Yeah, not yeah, yeah. Like totally. and it's not that deep. So I, I so yeah. For me, I don't even think like Ledgestone beats out Ida Wild in my opinion. But that's just me. I take Ida Wild. I know that's yeah, yeah. That's kind of we're gonna get some shit for that from some Illinois people. I'm just gonna say, Maybe. <laughs> whatever. Okay. They just need to jump on it. Is what it is. <laughs> so, but no, it's up there. Yeah, I, I yeah, Maple Hill is probably number yeah. one. I, sure. I, it's super, super picturesque. That's like you put on a postcard, boom, send that off to everyone, kind of thing. Absolutely, no, yep, fair. The only one in my mind I'm taking, I, I could debate for a very long time, and I might never come up with my final answer is going to be Fountain Hills. Yeah, yeah. In my mind, I those are the only too. two. I can, and then I could be th- like blanking, you know. Obviously, uh, yeah. That's what I'm. I'm really worried about like that. I'm just missing one off the top of my head. That's a great question. If you if you're listening to this right now yeah. and you're thinking these guys are idiots, let us. Yeah. I like because I want to. Yeah, I want to think of it too. I'm man. Part of me is like thinking like there's got to be like the Eastern or in Europe. Like there's, you know what I mean? Like it's the, the no, crack house no, or one of the, like, you know what I mean? The ones I'm, I'm not thinking of. The one that people might say is the the course they play at European championships every year. They played it called the beast. That whole yeah. that is, but I still don't think it beats Maple Hill to be in all honesty. Okay. At gotcha. Um, another question I was going to ask, but actually now that I'm thinking about it, I'm going to ask it on Kirby's disc golf world. So if you're really wanting to know what our answers are on this, you're going to find out <laughs> Friday on the world. Look at that. The question you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it was because I also want to hear what Jesus has to say about this. Um, that's so weird to say just Jesus. That's just like, <laughs> it's so weird. Um, is it the year of Eagle or the year of Ricky? This people are so torn and the debate is there. We put it out on our Twitter. It was, again, it was like a 56 to 40, uh, 44. Like, it was super back and forth. People were commenting. I think it, you can make a case for either side, in all honesty. Yes. Just, yeah, you can. We got three people, so we don't, we're not going to have a tie on who we're going to pick. So if you want to find out, that will be on the Kirby's Disco World this Friday. Okay, nice. But uh, I do have two more things that are going to be a little bit shorter. All right. Um, disc hitting things that aren't a part of the course. Did you see this? Yes, I did. I know exactly what you're talking about. Four. There's two instances right? where I saw. Oh, okay. Hole All one. Right. Calvin's drive hit someone's umbrella that stopped his roll. Oh, sure, I didn't see that one. It might only be ten feet, and he was already an absolute smash. Still hit the umbrella. Still hit his disc. Number two, Ricky birdies hole four after he hit the cameraman's monopod, where he was, that was going go out. OB. Yeah, was go that was OB. going out. That was definitely going out. And that saved out. him, and that got him. That's the one I saw. Yeah. That's the yeah, one I that saw. That was the big one. That was the big one. <laughs> um, I think that one, as much as you hate it, there's nothing you can you do. Want, you need that camera angle, right? And yeah, there's that, nothing you can do. yeah, 
I don't think anyone's blaming him too. It was. No. I thought it was very interesting that Nate Doss brought up the fact that it, the cameraman's a part of the course, and I don't know if I necessarily believe that because, in all honesty, like, would you rather see the monopod get hit or would you rather see the camera guy pull it up? Oh, like move it, move the stand or whatever. Because think, what's that camera getting at that second? You know, it's not getting anything. No, yeah, just move. No, you know, and I don't know. It might be the heavy equipment. He might not want to damage it. You're right next to water. I understand all these factors, but yeah. you know, just in hindsight. I no, I get more mad about the player kicks or the audio. I'm saying the spectator fan kicks. kicks. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw get spectator. I mean, this person was out of bounds. But Joel, I think it was Joel Freeman, hit a spectator with his disc going OB. I saw that. That guy got oh, like, hit right in the chest. It was like, oh, oh bro. that was going hot. I think oh, it was Joel Freeman. Man. That might not be 100% sure. Oh, uh, yeah. Like those ones, because usually they're, you and I have seen it on the course where usually it's because it's too tight. And you and can't, don't get, there's nowhere to go. Yeah. And, and don't get me wrong, I've also been guilty of being a little bit closer and fudging that line. Oh, yeah. But you've, then, you've never been close to getting hit by a disc or anything like that. And I, I've been I've been right there beside <laughs> Joe Mans and that fucking yeah. mono stand. Yeah. Like talking to the dude. I've been I've been there. Like yeah. on a whole yeah, on a whole that was no different than that one. Yeah. So yeah, like don't get me wrong, you're, you're kind of loving going for a kick, but the those are the fan ones where I could think it could be a little bit more preventable. Granted, you're gonna have those ones where you like somebody just overturns it, you know what I mean? And those ones I don't care less for. But man, there was I think it was was it the DDO, the one in Michigan at Toboggan? Like those those fans were just on top of every like right on top of the pin. No, it was the the one at Toboggan, yeah. I can't oh, think no. of the name of it. Discraft, D-Glow, D- sorry, D-Glow. D-Glow, sorry, D-Glow. Um, they were, like, right on the pin. And I was like, dude, like, those ones where I'm like, so, I was like, how are they not getting these fucking people in check? Like, those ones I have problems with. But, like, no, that's – I wouldn't go as far as saying they're part of the course. I understand what he's trying to allude to because those guys are doing what they're doing. But, no, I, I don't mind that one. But it, that disc was definitely fucking going OB. No, yeah, that, disc, so that disc was that disc was so going to be. I'm surprised that um, I didn't break. <laughs> like, that yeah, that that thing was yeah, that thing was definitely gonna be. Um, here's the thing that I noticed, and I'm definitely not a stickler for this. Okay, but and I don't see many people calling it out. Man, I think you should just get rid of the fucking thirty second fucking time to throw. because like, right now it's not hit. It's not being hit. They're doing you know it like I mean? faster than thirty or something. No, no, they're doing. They're going over thirty. Okay. Like I, think- man, I, I, te- I texted you on Hamas. Everyone wants to call out Nico because it's Nico. Hamas is bad, guys. Hamas, Hamas is up there on putts. Always the guy where I've said is really quick. I think Gannon Burr when he's out there, he does a very yeah. And Hamas, Hamas does it on his tee. Like he's he's. I never put a clock to it, but man, there was plenty of times where I'm like, this is over. I, Eagle had Eagle had a point that Eagle his granted his disc was disc was in a tree, and so for me it's like man if it's not going to be called and it's not going to be used, just put it at a minute where nobody's going to call it, and then if you're calling clock, you're really saying hey man you're really if bad. It's a minute like you yeah I think more yeah be inclined too because if it's a minute and I'm waiting for you exactly then but then because you know Nico's going to take fifty nine seconds you uh, know. 
but the, there's going to be so few that abuse that, in my opinion. I, I really do. I, especially on the putt. You know what I mean? If they're going to abuse it, they're going to abuse it more on the tee. You know what I mean? Trying to, like, get a wind read and stuff like that. Uh, Rico or, takes a really long time. We saw the Calvin. <laughs> you we did see the Calvin, yeah. Spins, uh, that you're opening the door for, I feel like, a lot – you know, like, no matter what the time you put it on, I feel like Nico's going to take as much time as you want. So, <laughs> Yeah, I get you. Shout out to Calvin. But, man, I'll, that's all I kind of wanted to say. There's plenty of people. I like, agree. Man, I there, a lot of there's plenty. Of, and it, I, it was just something that subconsciously that I was hitting. I was like, man, this is definitely over. Nobody makes a mention of this. Nobody's think. you know what I mean? Yeah. It, and like we all want to highlight that one because of the name and what he does and who he is. People like and, people like if it's sentence Nico, you can just say whatever and do whatever you want to him because yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, but you know what I mean. But that was how funny by Calvin. Man. It was super funny. Only Calvin. Like Calvin's one of like the three or four people that could have gotten away with that. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I don't know if someone else is, and I and I was really glad that man. That, Nico, Nico, cool Nico is cool Nico. Like there's, there's, we've seen cool Nico where you're like, hey man, this guy is probably one of the coolest dudes. And I've, I've seen angry Nico, cool Nico. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. angry Nico, and out there Nico is a different subject. But like, yeah, man. So like, and he took it well, and it was a good look for Nico because I think he needs more of that. Um, but he, it was a little funny because it beeped, and he's like, "We guys were talking the entire time," <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which they were. To be fair. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they didn't yeah. have to. He didn't have to justify. It. We all thought that. Like, yeah, I, I I'd be like, "Yeah, we were like, yeah, you guys are talking." He could have said that, but yeah, yeah it is what it. But no. how many more? Do you um, think Nico hits more putts or misses more putts if he doesn't take the time? Or it'd be oh, do I like? Do I think if Nico would be better if he just like rushed it? Went, yeah. Yeah, I do. I, re- I do. Everyone I really says do. he's like the best practice putter in the world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, we've watched him just cash. Just From like, like 45. Just, yeah. Boosh. Boosh. Like yeah. just drains. And even when he's up there and winning or in the top fives and tens, it's because of his putting. And, and like where he's got that like great like step putt. Like, yeah. I think, I think a lot of times he gets – I think it's like mental in his head as far as maybe grip or, you know what I mean? And – yeah, I think it does take too long, and that's where it kind of yeah, falls apart. I agree. Because it's not really like a – like Dickerson does it as like a mechanism timing. You know what I mean? Like he's not – I don't get that out of him. I get like he's thinking about it and trying to find a grip. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm going through my cycle to putt mm-hmm. with Nico. That's what I'll say. I so, but, boom. I do have one more question. I think we're, All right. we're, we're going to run a little bit long, so I may push this one off to the world as well. Again, I think this is a good question to ask Reed. You've already hinted it. You might as well hit it. I should hit it? Yeah, you've already like alluded to it. You can't do it twice. You've done it once. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm just trying to get more I, listeners in the world. I, I get it. We can talk about it. Long... Um, Calvin Heinberg, we talked about aced, right? Does yes. there need to be more aces in disc golf? Do you think that helps disc golf if there's more aces? All that really helps is the views, I like in the clicks. The best thing. Yeah, I, I, I get that, but I don't think it helps, like, long-sustained growth. You know who like is a, the big advocate for this? Who? Simon Lazat. Really? Believes that there should be more di- more aces in disc golf. Gets more eyes. You're more – I mean, we could talk if the ESPN – we've already talked about how maybe ESPN isn't the best growth, but if we're using that model, it's the best that way. It's the best even YouTube algorithm, which I think is, like, the best way. 
I think that, and I think it just, I don't know. I just, I think more aces in disc golf would be cool. Like, I'm not saying you throw up an ace run every single time, but it's cool to be like Maple Hill. Like, it's weird to it's think kinda, that Maple Hill has ace runs. That's so weird to think. Yeah, and, and, yeah and I think that's partly why people remember it as much as they do, in all honesty. Because they're known to having, like, I think last year they had, like, three or four recorded aces. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And yeah, first of which to get – to make, like, the course more, like, known to – yeah, absolutely. No, um, like when you think Maple Hill, granted this wasn't in the tournament. Everyone, as soon as you say Maple Hill, you think Kevin Jones ace. Yeah, almost. Yeah, right. And I think Maple Hill almost does it like in a great way, where it's like you can ace this hole, but you could also bogey it super easily. Yes, so yeah. I think like when you have the the one that Calvin aced, right? You were fading in, and a lot of people want to play it more safe, so they're going to be fading more into the island, avoiding the water. Well, now mm-hmm. the basket's like 15 feet away from water. You're putting straight back at that. If you got like a 35 or a 40 footer, you're putting it straight water. And we saw was it Eagle completely airball the basket going OB. Yep. And now he's putting for bogey. Yep. Yeah. Um, no, and that, aces. Ace that, that hole gets aced every year and yeah, every tournament. That Calvin, yeah. Barsby's Barsby. done it. I think uh, didn't Paul do it? Dickerson done it. Yeah, like that that hole gets that that hole can be had. Um yeah. And yeah, I I yeah, I could see it. No, if, if we're looking at the popularity of Maple Hill, it's hard to disagree with it. <laughs> in all honesty. Um but yeah, I, I'm more when I think of growth, I think of like sustained growth, not the instant gratification, oh, somebody hit subscribed sometimes. You know what I mean? I want the ones that are going to get into it longer appreciate it well i do it. i mean we can talk about that because i think that well maybe another time we can talk about it more in depth because i think it's well, it's better for disc golf i believe to play courses like maple hill where it's not just like for ball golf it's like oh cool eagle might win ricky might win calvin might win maybe paul or well, paul is probably more than yeah. but and then it's like okay you could throw these guys up but now it's like Oh, Conor O'Reilly can win. Oh, Adam Hammes can win. Oh, Conrad can win. When it's like these courses where it takes a little bit more skill than just throwing far, which I think a little bit of disc golf, you know, loses traction when we play these ball golf courses is you don't see the finesse. You don't see how much really your putter matters when you're, you know, finessing around trees and having to hit, you know, hit certain like placements, right? In ball golf courses, a lot of the strategy was, I'm going to throw this disc as far as I possibly can, and I'm going to be fine. What no, is like, and, I need to hear so I can throw my next shot to be in position to birdie. And if I'm – and this is – we kind of allude to it a lot where, you know what I mean, you need a player's union, you need things like this so the players can actually develop that. Yeah. If I'm one of these – if I'm Marley, if I'm one of these guys where I might not have the distance that some of these guys have, but I can – carve whatever you come I can carve around anything that's in front of me I'm arguing that these these courses gotta stay I'm fighting oh, yeah. tooth and nail when, when it's talk when you're talking about like certain names getting on coverage and being seen more like um Ben Calloway was on there I'm sure a lot of people can start appreciating and building that fan base because of what, what they're doing Connor O'Reilly is a perfect example in the previous one you know what I mean like so when you get Kyle Klein last year, we can name them. Like mm-hmm. as these players kind of hit these 
these type of courses and people can appreciate those games. And there's plenty of us where our regional disc golf is what it is and that's what we do or that's what we prefer. So when we finally see it, that we're going to get more enjoyment out of it. So in that respect, like getting any of your – more of your players – and I mean, everybody wants to like the two things that people want to say is like to grow anything. You need a Jordan or you need like a Conor McGregor, like a villain, like a heel. That's what everybody always wants to say. If you ask me, if you can get more faces and more parody and more fighting that a lot of this season has provided, let's be honest, that's going to be helped to where you can have more people rooting for more people. Mm-hmm. And hey, I like this guy and I've, I have appreciation for this guy. And now you're growing your fan bases more and more and expanding it. And you're also putting more dollars in your players' pockets, which is what, if you ask me, as much as the tour has to try to do what they're doing, they need to be cognizant of helping the players grow their, their brand as much as the tour needs to grow their brand. As much as they're going to say, yeah, I need Paul and Eagle and Ricky on every feature card because that's what people want there is a degree of helping some of these younger players push up. You can't create the next Paul Macbeth if the only one you're treating that way is Paul Macbeth. Absolutely. You're not going to get build anyone's brand or any personal connection to anybody when the only person you're pushing is the top guys. I think we're seeing a little bit better now. Like I feel like Kyle Klein's being pushed heavy, but there is guys that could be pushed more, right? There could be a little it's, bit more talk about Andrew Marwee and how he's done great yeah, last four tournaments. But it's, it's as much as these courses on this stretch that's being done. So if I am these guys and I'm not hitting to the other levels of those other golf courses – I'm I'm saying, guys, we need to stop this. Like, you know, what I mean? we yeah. can't have this be half of our product because mm-hmm. it doesn't fit half of the disc golfers. You know, what I mean, it's hitting the one or two two percenters that are got that. You the know other I mean? thing too with that is how many golf disc golf courses are on ball golf courses? Like, yeah, it's not you're not yeah. like. I feel like someone who's just seen that is going to go to courses and be like, whoa, this is not like I've seen, right? I've personally yeah. never played a course. I mean, well, I played the preserve, which is like a hybrid, I guess. Former ball, yeah. But it's like I've never seen something like played something just like brand new built on a ball golf course just for this tournament because that's just not disc golf, man. It's just not disc golf. No, yeah, it's not. And these players, I really hope, have a say and they need a part of the table. I need a seat at the table that would clear. Cause man, if, if I'm repping the players union, I'm, I'm as much fighting for what's the tour, what's the courses as it is about getting payouts and this and that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause that's going to affect every player. And that's what needs to be, that needs to be known and what needs to be said for every player. To I can, that. I can quote the, the, um, the director of the DGPT. Yes. We are framing up 2022 to be the first year of the rest of the tour. What the fuck does that mean? No one knows. Yeah, no one knows. What a fucking teaser, man. That's like a fucking bullshit, like, Marvel trailer. It needs, yeah. like, we, it needs him, like, walking in front of an explosion. Yeah. Like, with the, with just that shit behind it. Like, some Elon Musk type of fucking Tesla yeah. commercial bullshit. He just makes I, I, I don't know what that means. I, I hope it doesn't mean – I hope it means keeping a lot of these courses. I hope it means finding a way. I hope it's expanding the FPO to getting their own cameras. I, I hope there's a lot of that. Um, and that's another thing cool with Maple Hill, man. Maple Hill's got the 
what they consider their diamond line, which is mm-hmm. their line for the pro female designed yeah, just for them. See, yeah, absolutely. So that that's kind of neat. There's we've been on that run where these ladies were kind of teeing off the same as the males, um, and it's cool to see that different layout and adding even more. I think they have like a total of like five four or five runs on that property. Got a lot of them. Yeah, they got red, white, blue, yellow, and diamond. Yeah, that's five. <laughs> so that very it's crazy. Cool. But, yeah, man. So, but, yeah, shout out to that. I did also want to hit that because I think that's not said enough. I think um, the FPO is kind of, like, forgotten about or they, it's like, oh, just add strokes. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's kind of, again, it's cool to see a course and granted it's a premiere in the world doing that. So that needs to be shout out also. I agree. But yeah. I think that's going to wrap up this episode of the spit out. I feel like we went along, maybe not for as long as I feel like we did, but I think we hit a lot of topics. I think it's be, I think it was a good episode. I think we, we it was a good one. That we really touched on. Uh, yeah. Like we said, if you want to, we're going to be talking and debating about the Ricky versus Eagle of the year on Kirby's disc golf world this week. So this Friday, that will be coming out as well. Guys, follow us on all the different social medias. We've been putting out content on content. So if you're looking for more disc golf content, Kirby's disc golf world is the place to be, man. It really is. Absolutely. We're making a name for ourselves on this mainstream disc golf, man, which is really cool to see. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's going to wrap up the spit out. Hopefully see you on all that other stuff. Hopefully see you Friday on the Kirby's Disc Golf World, but signing off. Hopefully see you in the next one.